Hey, hey, this is Elevate Life with Angie. That's me. I'm your girl. Listen, here we're going to talk about emotional awareness and personal transformation. We're going to have some fun and keep it real. We're going to stay away from shame and judgment because don't nobody need none of that. So stick around, relax, enjoy yourself as we elevate life together. Is that the first time you heard that phrase? Did I recall the first time I heard that phrase, corre y se va? (laughs) Corre. I want to say it was at a bingo game, like Loteria. That's what I remember. I remember hearing in that setting. Now, if you think of what it actually means. Well, that's what I'm like, corre, doesn't it mean run? Like, okay, on your, it means like on your market set, go. Yeah, like, I'm like, I thought it was like, I'm going to chase you, like. <laughs> but if you think about it, there ain't never been a bingo game where they say, corre y se va, and everyone starts, they throw down their features. <laughs> it's so funny. <gasps> I don't know if anybody's going to know what we're talking about right now. Um, do you know, my bingo, I, like, right? re- I hit record, do you know that? <laughs> Okay, okay, you guys. Oh, if we had a video camera in here, which I need to do that actually sometime. Okay, so look, here's why I wanted to hit record because we were like, okay, we're going to hit record now. And then my mom goes, by the way, the the other voice is my, it's my mother. Howdy ho. Um, Howdy ho. (laughs) Hey, they'll be calling me a ho. Um, Hold down. Oh, hold, hold down. Throw down. Um, you know, oh, Lord. Because, okay, so then, so then I was like, we're going to hit record. And she's like, then you said, um, I'm talking to the audience and I'm talking to you at the same time. So then my mom was like, Corre se va. And then I'm like, where did we even hear that? We know that in our family. Yes. That. That's what we say, like, when we're about to start something or do something or, like, we're about to... Getting started. Yes. Yeah. So, but then I'm like, where did that thing even come from? And then I just wanted to hit record to just start from there because I can. Because I want to. Because it's my business. And I did. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) That was hilarious. Okay. I digress. Okay. Sophia Petrillo. (laughs) I digress. I digress. <laughs> okay, right. why don't you do the intro because you're you're so good at it. All right, so here we go. All right, so welcome y'all to Elevate Life with Angie and, and her mom Ruth, <laughs> dumb mom Ruth Mancia, here as a guest, second time to be asked twice to come back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honored. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, exciting to be here. It's a great. Great, great topic. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I we're at episode twenty four. Wow. And um, twenty four. I know. It's growing. Yeah, it's slowly growing. It's slowly growing. You guys, you those of you who've been listening, you know that I, I am. Um, I want to be consistent, and it's hard to be consistent with anything in life, you know. Sure. But um, in with this project with the podcast, I I can't let it like. Put so much pressure on me that I'm super rigid with it and it's hard actually finding the balance of I really want to be consistent and um put the content on it that's in my heart but then I also have these other side projects that I do and and I I'm not gonna let any one thing kill me yes that's I will not do that and it's such a balance this is kind of not on the topic but we can give it a quick second I think because I know you understand this mom um mm-hmm. I'm not going to let, whether it's the podcast or anything else in life, like kill me and like totally drive my life in an unhealthy way. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the unhealthy negative ways. Yes. Um, but consistency does matter to me. I care about following through. Like that's who I am as a, as a person. I mean, and there's stuff that, you know, we even do together, like with your business and I'm like, and those produce income. So it's important, you know, so it's like, it's balancing. And then I, 
want to make time to have one-on-one time with Evan because yes. that really matters. You know, it's just juggling. Yes. And yes. and this is without even me being married. Yeah. Can you Like, imagine? this is on my own schedule. So right. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I want to rethink that. <laughs> you know, I think like no. anything else when you're... Um, You'll get to you'll deal with that when the season comes. It's true. You it's know, true. There's so many things that you just can't plan, or nope. we think we know how it's gonna fit or look like and yeah. be like until we're living in the day to day of it, and that's just the reality. Of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. <laughs> so, um, so yes. Yeah, so no episode twenty four. I wanted to bring you on. Um, I knew I wanted to talk about limited thinking. Um, no limits, like. What does that look like? Yes. Um, why don't we do it? Um, that type of thing. And I wanted, I knew that you would be a good um, person to have on here because you have a good understanding about that. I know we talked about it the other week. We were just like having this organic conversation. And then I'm like, no, no, I just need to have mom come on and talk about this. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. And then like that day after you and I had um, talked and it was just kind of like the topic was sitting on my heart. Now, I don't want to spend a super long time on this next part, um, but I started remembering, I was thinking no limits, or um, limited thinking, limited thinking, and the word limit just stayed, like, right on my mind, Yeah. and the idea just popped in my head, which those to me, I know that those are God ideas, Yeah. that I was thinking of Master P, the... Master P, the yes, rapper. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> and that he had this record label called No Limit. Mm, and then I was so like, good. oh, yeah. And then I was like, and then I remembered, I mean, I don't even remember the last time I listened to Master P's music. I mean, I, I did in the 90s. You know, I kind of almost grew up on it in some ways. But then I was like, I remember like his people, his crew, He they were called No Limit Soldiers. And wow. then I'm like, no, wow. I, I'm going to look it up. And I found this documentary on um, YouTube and watched it. It's pretty long, but I'm really glad I took time to do that because um, I just found out a lot about a really found out about a lot of really cool things about him that I didn't know. Um, now, so listen, I know I have a lot of um, beautiful, lovely Christian folks who listen to my podcast and I love you guys so much. Um, listen, I'm, I'm going to share some things about this man. I'm not necessarily promoting his music. He has, you know, it's like a gangster, like, you know, thuggy. I'm sure he, I don't know if he's calling women bees or whatever in it or not. I'm, I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't be happening, but you know, in his music, but I'm saying there's this, it's, the, it's the point of what I want to share. This isn't necessarily, necessarily promoting his music, but this this dude came from um, a super um, rough poverty mm-hmm. mindset. Um, he, I mean, he shares his story in, on this documentary. And he had a grandma who told him, you can dream with no limits. Yes. Yes. And... I don't know if she was the only person in his life to say that to mm-hmm. him. I I mean, in the documentary, he says that she's the one who told him. I don't know if she told him this one time, and I don't know if she told him regularly for 10 years. I have no idea. What I know is this woman told him this thing, and it stayed in him. Yeah. And he believed it, and he held on to it, even though... When he his life around him was very limited, you know, like and that was a reality. He, that wasn't just like I think I'm limited based on where I'm living. No, yeah. it was a reality. He he, he was yes. living in this, so he was like, even though things around him look like despair, destruction, so much gang violence, you know, tons of murders. There was this thing that was deposited. The grandma deposited yes. this thing into him, and it just stayed there and started growing uh, apparently because um I mean there's 
many years in the making, but he's not that older than me. I'm 45. I think he's 52, I think, right now. Okay. Um, he approached things. He got into music and, and different things that I'm giving a pretty fast, not <laughs> thorough recap, but he got into music and he just had this mindset of, I'm, he wasn't going to limit himself Mm -hmm. and he didn't, he didn't limit himself and he didn't limit his possibilities. And that's why it, he he named his label, no limit records, which was brilliant. And he genuinely postured himself like that. Um, and it makes sense that his crew would be called no limit soldiers. And I, um, I watched this thing and it's, I know it's going to sound funny, but you know that God can use anything to minister to us without a doubt. He can, and he will use anything in anyone. And he knows exactly what's going to speak to us in our language. It's true. Like I grew up on, so so some of y'all know, look, I got some of y'all who are going to be like, I have no idea who this is. I'm not necessarily saying listen to his music. But you could still find out some facts about him that could encourage you guys. Um, yes. And I know, like, you know, me and my nan and, you know, TT women, we grew up. You know the one that make them say, uh, yeah. uh, na-na-na-na, na 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 Yes. Now, I don't even know fully what the context of that song is referring to. All you know is that you kept repeating it. You kept repeating it. Was and it was uh. Um... <laughs> It was so catchy. Who knows? I don't even know how far that went up. Like in the church, like everybody was playing it everywhere. Every like, like you, you didn't even know. You didn't follow that music yourself. Not at all. But you knew it. I knew it because I was exposed to it through you guys. Yes. And so that just shows the power of like kind of the ripple effect of something. Okay. So okay, based on the ripple effect. Based on the ripple. Mm -hmm. Based on the ripple, his his grandmother Mm -hmm. planted the seed. Mm -hmm. If you drop anything in water, it's going to have a ripple. If you go yep. super slow-mo, you're going to yep. really see the intensity of a ripple. Yep. And it looked like it can look like a tsunami, but it's just a ripple. Yep. She planted that. He allowed the ripple to make its effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that right there, that was the effect. Mm-hmm. His label, the growth, uh, all of that, that was the effect of the ripple. And we all have... Um, you know, one thing I, that I thought about when you were explaining it, she said that to him. And again, you don't know if it was on the regular, once a day, one, you know, once in his life. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. But he allowed the those words to take root. He did. Yeah. That That's a big part. The thing when I was thinking about when I watched the documentary, I'm like, he, um, she told him that and he believed her. Yes. He believed her. And his actions proved that. Yes. Now yes. I don't. I don't even think they're in um, the label or anything. Is still even up right now. But I did read recently that he's. They're going to relaunch a new low limit something new. You know, because I think they've been inactive for a okay. couple of years. But none of none of that's necessarily the point. He um he and I'm not you. I don't again. I don't even remember the last time that I listened to his music, but. Um, it's the concept that he lived his life, that his understanding was that there were no limits and, um, like the word mogul, like Mm. that's a very accurate word for him. Now, look, I don't know. I don't know a lot about his personal character. Y'all again, I'm not necessarily saying like, yes, you know, let's go and (coughs) excuse me. Um, it's it's the concept of his mindset and his belief in how he took action in his life. That's kind of what I want to come to that, how he took action in his life. And, um, I mean, he went into real estate. Wow. He ended up playing some form of basketball. I think it was like for Canada. I don't know the categories. You know, I don't follow sports yeah, super well. Yeah. It wasn't like, the NBA, but it wasn't some like little yeah, there's so many summer league community league. He, he yes. was something. And from my understanding, he was a really good basketball player. 
um, he didn't limit himself to that. And he was getting a little bit older too. And, um, just, I mean, he is, you know, it's all bling and flashy stuff. It's not about that part to me. It's about his mindset was not limited and he took action on believing this thing that his grandma told him that you can dream with no limits. So limited thinking. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So good. Limited thinking. I mean, overall, like. It affects everything. It does. And like you, when you were growing up, Mm -hmm. did you have anybody teach you how to dream big, how to think big, how to believe? You know, it's so funny when, when. I'm going to be 61 here very shortly. Snaps. Snaps. Uh, (laughs) But it's so funny. I feel like that was just, you know, truly like 100 years ago, even though I'm going to be 61. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it was forever ago. But I think when I was growing up, no, I know when I was growing up, I didn't have anyone, no no examples of, of, uh, you know, just going out of their way to grow. Mm-hmm. So the personal development anyway. Okay. So I didn't know, and I'll, I guess I'll put a, the, a reverse spin on that. So though my father worked at General Motors, mm-hmm. which probably 80% of people in that, that town mm-hmm. worked at some, um, one of those locations of General Motors, um, you know, they're part of Ford. They did things for just a lot of different uh, car companies. So anyway, but what he did, even though he had that, and that was a great job at that time, I mm-hmm. think it's still considered to be a mm-hmm. good job if you work there. Yeah. Um, though that was available to him and, and he did that, um, he did something else on the side. I think he figured, well, I have this many hours to do to, to work at this company, and then I have these other hours available to me, so I'm going to do something else to just add more to what I can provide for my family or mm-hmm. more, more mm-hmm. that I can do, um, you know, so I can impact. Now, I never heard him saying anything in regard to that. That's just what I knew. And like, yeah. I thought everybody lived how I lived in my small bubble. Mm-hmm. I could see there were some differences in families, but I thought everybody had what I had and I never recall him boasting about it or making a big deal out of it. That's just the way it was. But little did I know that at that time he was already showing me examples of unlimited thinking. Okay. He just in he his day to day. Yes. You didn't necessarily talk about it and there wasn't necessarily dialogue, but his actions, yes. what you're talking about it. I just see it like he had a little side hustle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do remember you saying that you remember that he would always have a big thing of cash in his pocket. Yes. So his side hustle, as we know it now, uh-huh. is what uh, is you know it's commonly known as recycling. Okay. Uh-huh. So before it was a thing, and there were you know two bins given to every resident. You had to pay someone to get rid of anything that wasn't didn't fit in a garbage bag and fit mm. you know go into your. Kurt, you didn't have garbage bags then. That shows how old I am. It literally was in a tin, like a tin trash can. You put it out, it gets taken care of. Well, so he was like known as the trash man, okay? Mm. So he had this old pickup truck that he would use. I still remember the color. I remember how it looked. It had this bouncy seat. I couldn't wait to go and spend the days to go with him sometimes on Saturdays Mm. to go pick up garbage. And that was the best times. Um, Why? It was the best time because... The windows would be open and you're just enjoying the summer breeze. Mm. Somewhere in there you might stop and we might get like a tasty freeze, which was our local soft serve ice cream. Mm-hmm. Or he would stop and pick up extra trash at this one bakery, mm-hmm. which always had these like Mexican almond cookies. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so amazing. So amazing. <laughs> they're like just the right amount of sweetness and just the right amount of nuts. Oh. And so... That, to me, would be very special days. Mm. And it would just be he and I. And nothing fancy about that. No. At all. Going to pick up garbage. Going literally to pick up garbage. However, however, little did I know that not everybody got a new Cadillac every two years. 
it wasn't until later in life that my, my parents got divorced that I did not know what it was like to have a new car every two years. I thought everyone did. Hmm. I thought everybody, when they went to go buy a dress, also bought um, a hat, because yes, little girls wore hats, hmm. hats, gloves, socks, and shoes to match the dress. That's hmm. how I grew up. That's all I knew. Wow. Okay. I thought everybody had, you know, the, the comforter and, and, and the curtains that matched and stuff. And to some people, that is not a big deal. In my world, that's all I knew. Yeah. But it was because he went out of his way to make sure, you know, uh, what was going on was, was uh, we could always have more than what, whatever. Um, I'm not even describing that well. But all I know is he always had a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. He always paid for things cash. Uh, he would say things like, if you're not paying for things cash, you're paying too much for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that, I didn't realize that was showing me how mm-hmm. to not have limited thinking, but it wasn't like a, a curriculum. No. It wasn't something we talked about when we sat down to eat. No. Okay. But it was, it was being an example to me mm-hmm. in the day to day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There were things about him that, now that you're saying that, that I remember you saying, um, and yeah, I, I do want to hit some more things on the limited thinking, but, um, actually this goes along with it though. Remember how you said that when you were younger. So when you were younger, you actually spoke Spanish first. Yes. That was my first language. And, but the reason that you learned English was... My father said to me, uh, we had a farm, and um, so he and my mother both knew Spanish only. Mm-hmm. A little bit of English, very broken English. Mm-hmm. And so they had said to us that as we start school, we need to learn English because we're here in America. I mean, we were all born born and raised here in the United States. But he said, we're, you're born here. It's your job to learn their language. It's not their job to learn our language. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, um, I love that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he didn't have to have that mindset, but he did. Um, he also didn't have a good education, mm-hmm. uh, but he was a very hard worker and he was willing to mm-hmm. outwork anyone. Okay. Um, and so anyway, so as we would go to school, we would come home and he would ask us what we learned and, you know, some of those things. And so they wanted us to only speak to them in English, even if it was a little bit of language, English, mm. English that we had learned. Um, and we are talking a long, long, long time ago in Michigan where there was not bilingual liaisons. No, no, no. Uh, you were just tossed into a classroom whether you could speak, you know, one syllable of English or not. Yep. And so you basically had to sink or swim. So I decided to swim really, really fast. Mm. So by the time I was in third grade, I had no accent whatsoever. You wouldn't even wow. know that I had had link, um, you know, I'd had any kind of language barrier when wow. I started school. So, so yeah, we started teaching them English. Uh, we would speak less Spanish to them. And now the downside of that is that if you don't keep up on something, then your brain just starts losing those things that you've yeah. learned. Um, which is what ended up happening, which is definitely what, yeah. what happened. Yeah. 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 But we did, we, we just, taught basically we became their teachers to a degree yeah and then later on after they learned more than my my dad went to night school uh got his high school diploma and then later later on Mm. in life I want to say he was in his late 50s um he actually went to college and got a degree it really says a lot about him so he he really didn't he really didn't have limited thinking to be honest not at all um he really didn't he didn't have the language mm-hmm. verbally, you know, like, well, I was just with Evan today, you know, when we were eating kale and cabbage and rice and chickpeas. And yeah. I was telling him, I'm like, Evan, this green, this green thing is called kale <laughs> and it's really good for our body. And I was telling him that he was doing a great job eating it and saying, we do things that are good for us. And I, and I actually, I'm just realizing it right now. I said, our family does things that are going to help us. That's powerful. And eating really is green vegetables is going to help us. And you know, Evan, he's just like looking at me with his big eyes, you know, chewing his little food is 
mouth kind of halfway open and, and just happy. kind of nodding his head, you know, like, uh-huh, 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 you know. Just feed me. <laughs> yeah. But, so we, I, you and I, and we're wired like that. Marisa talks to him like that too. Like, we're wired that we're going to outwardly process Correct. and tell, teach him things, yes. right? That wasn't the case in your day. Like, Grandpa didn't, again, so he didn't have that language for it. But he did display it to you. He showed it to you. And um, it obviously impacted you in a great way. Because even though there were many years of your life that was the hardship, right? Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. growing up teenagers, you know, traumatizing and super unhealthy marriage at the young age you did. But those things obviously didn't leave you. um, Because once you got in your right headspace and you got out of your abusive um, situation, you did start to execute non-limited thinking. And so now, and then we can go fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Here we are to 2021 and you're kicking ass in your business. You're so busy. You're so busy. Y'all, she's so busy. She's like, and you got some time to come over here because I need this done and this done, girl. I will pay you. And I'm like, Mom, let me let me look at my schedule. I'm like, hold on, hold on. And she's like, yeah, you need the help. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, Mom, you need an admin assistant. I do. You're like, you, you, which is praise God. You're busy. You're getting requests. You're you're doing it. You're doing the thing. Um, you very much do not function with limited thinking. And um, I think it's been more of the past year or two that I'm realizing how much that that really has been an example to me. Mm. Um, like I know that I'm like strong and I'm capable and those kind of things, but um, you, you really have displayed that, mm. you know, displayed that to me. Um, and so I just, we were already 25 minutes in right now. Um, <laughs> we barely, I'm like, we barely even scratched the surface. Um, okay. but, yes. but we are, no, I mean, yeah. we are, we're, we're, yeah. we're hitting it, but I, I know there were some, a few points that I had wanted to share, but, um, well, one of the things I wanted to say when you were just talking just now, one of the things that, um, I just have to say, cause it, I wouldn't, I would be dishonest if I didn't say this is that if I allow myself, I can easily still have limited thinking. I understand. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I okay. do. So. Like I have to remind myself, I have to remind myself, uh, you know, for example, uh, one of the things I love doing, this is just personal thing, but right now I'm living in a house with three other boys. Oh, I know much grace, <laughs> okay. much grace on you. Okay. And, uh, different personalities and all these things. Mm-hmm. So for me, one of the things that, that, that's a big highlight for me that I really enjoy is just getting up early. I want to be up sitting in my specific chair mm-hmm. that I use in the morning. Mm-hmm. I want to be sitting there at 5 a.m. Okay. Now, I have my own reasons I want to do it at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, but in order to do that on the regular, it it takes some other disciplines. Yes. It takes some other mind shifting, mm-hmm. um, definitely prioritizing. And part of that can be limited belief and limited thinking is part of that. Yes. Because it's easy yes. for me to say, you know, I could just leave in another 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, and no one's going to get mad at me if I don't do it. That's the thing. The yeah. biggest thing is I can do it or not do it. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be a slave to it if I don't do it. Uh, it just helps me kind of capture the day and get my day going. If I could get that done yeah. first yes, at that time. So I guess I'm just saying um, anybody... Uh, you know, anybody can still struggle with it. I was just listening um, to a podcast by, um, um, oh gosh, I have so many people I listen to, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I was listening to Dean Granciosi. He's one of my boys. And uh, I think last I knew he owns like, I don't know, 17 companies Mm. currently. That's all. Yeah. Just 17. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's a bazillion heir. Mm. Uh, philanthropist gives so much money away and things like very impactful what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying he still has some struggles some days with limited thinking. Bless his heart. I know. Bless his and heart so, for being that honest. Being honest, being vulnerable, and I just felt like, wow, I can appreciate that. I mean, someone like him can have it. Absolutely, absolutely. And, yeah. and 
And I think that's a good point because like, obviously we're not, we're not at his status. Um, and we're also not, um, settling in our own lives and we're not going to, we've decided you and I, I, this is the way I word it. Um, I'm not going to play small. Right. Um, that the Renee, world's too big to play small. And you know what? And I'm sorry, but I'm too capable. Right. And God is too big for that limited, no movement, fear, life. And um, guys, as always, I try to remind you that if you hear something, this is in no way a judgment towards you. If you are living that way, it's understandable. It's okay. It's okay. You actually have a choice. Yeah. Um, I I just I can't do it anymore. I did it for so long, and I'm I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not a um theologian or a brain surgeon. Sure. Or anything that fancy. Um, but I have learned to genuinely believe in myself and what I am capable of and what I am gifted in. And I'm just not going to, um, play small anymore. And, um, a big, there are so many things, so many things that have helped me and that have taught me and, and I had to heal Sure. Everything I had to heal from Mm -hmm. what held me back and why I was the way I was when I was afraid and I was and look, and I'm still kind of afraid sometimes. I mean, it's not that I'm not, but I'm saying when I was more afraid than I am now. And, um, I mean the Brene Brown special and I've, I've quoted it before, but, um, she gives this speech about that she found from, um, Theodore Roosevelt Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that, um, it's so, I know it's so, so, so good. I've like yeah. written it down. I've like say it out loud. Yes. It, um, the, um, it's not the critic who counts. Mm. Um, she has it totally memorized and I was like, Oh, I should, I would like to start memorizing it just because it really is that important for me, for me. That's not the critic who counts, but it's the one who is in the arena. Yeah. It's the one who's in the arena. And so many of us, um, have, not taken action, who have not shown up, who've not chosen courage, it's because of the fear. I mean, there's so many reasons. There's fear of the unknown. Um, often we weren't taught how to be courageous and try things. Yeah, we had and, no you examples know, of no courage. examples. And and that and so that's why I'm like, hey, I get it. Like when people are stuck sure. like this, look, no judgment, no condemnation. Yes. But that's why we want to have this type of dialogue and, and conversation. Um, because it doesn't have to be that way. We actually get to choose what we're gonna do and what we're gonna believe and uh how we're gonna take action and show up. We get to choose these Every day. things. Literally every, every day. Single day. And um, when you were saying that you um, remi- are reminding yourself, um, one of the things that I heard from Mel Robbins. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I love her. I know. I just love Mel so much. I want to like meet her and like just sit with her with when she's not being recorded and just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I've learned so much from her. Um, I was watching one of her many, many YouTubes about your mindset. Um, I'm going to put the, by the time you guys are hearing this, you'll see the link in my show notes. Um, and I'll put the link to the one you said you're, what is his name? Dean? Uh, Dean Graziosi. Okay. He has um, so many tons of, of stuff. Them. I'm sure. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. We'll put one of them up and then you guys can find more from there if you want to. But, um, she was saying, she was talking about being a deliberate thinker. And, um, that and I hadn't heard that one until I was seeing it at your house. Oh, okay. Cause, okay. She, cause she does have so many in her library. She but anyway, does. Um, that was good. deliberate thinker and how it's really a skill. It's a skill. And I, and I always remind this of, to uh, my clients because, you know, folks can be so hard on themselves. They, they do a lot of the shame dancing of, mm. I should know how to do this by now. And, 
I by now I should this and the should 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 is so shamey and I'm like sweetheart nobody taught you this babe we've only been talking about it for like a month and we only see each other once a week for an hour yeah you're right you should have mastered it by now you loser like what no darling grace 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 it's like anything else any skill has to be developed and And we went to and no you know when did we get this very evident to us during covid when everyone stopped going to school right Mm -hmm. e-learning took over and that's just how it had to be for for a bit and Mm -hmm. for most people Mm -hmm. right away they noticed that when kids did go back to school that they lost something. Why? They weren't practicing skills on a regular basis. Yes. Learning a yes. new skill. Uh, I mean, thinking. Yes. It's a skill. Oh my gosh! It, it's and it's harder than like learning to write in cursive when you're in this. Well, I don't even know what grade you're in when you learn that. Do they even teach that anymore? First of all, no, they don't teach cursive, which makes me so glad that I homeschooled. The kids, when they were able to learn. It's true. <laughs> okay. But, no, yeah. But no, I think what I was, and what I was going to add to that um, is that um, the, the first of all, there's any way you can learn a skill. But most of the time, if we're trying to learn a skill by ourselves, Oh, say that. That, you're ta- honey, you are taking the long road. Oh, that's the Israelites to- taking 40 years to get to the promised land when I think theologians stuff broke it down it would have taken like 20 something days to get there if how they if they had taken the route that they should have taken okay but why take yeah, the no, long was route a short route to I know. anything i know look i like the term and i think i heard the term by my boy dean Gracios, <laughs> which was you can pay for speed okay it doesn't mean it doesn't mean um paying for speed means i care about myself i'm gonna invest in myself my family my future and my future family line to come. Yes. I I value that enough that I'm going to pay someone to do that. Look, we pay someone to to pay, you know, we order food. We're paying someone to cook food that we can cook for ourselves, that we know we can cook for our dang self, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. We're paying for entertainment, whether we're paying for cable, Hulu, you know, there's so many things out there. Yeah. We pay to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Why would we not pay to develop ourselves in areas Mm-mm. so that we can get somewhere faster because mm-hmm. it's only going to benefit us. It's, it's a new skill. It's so true. It's worth paying into that. Pay for speed. Yep. Get there faster. Yep. Because new skills need someone to take us by the hand. Yes. Help us. Yes. Look, I would not want to be, I would not want to go to a dentist who just says, well, I learned on my own. It took me 30 years. But let me do your oral surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I want somebody who yeah. took the proper channels, took the training, yeah. learned the, the dangers and all those things. It's like anything else. Yep. I can't I could not agree more. Um I I know people who they um their it's their natural habit to go at it alone. Yeah. And it's several. It's not like just one person I know. Some of them I work with. Some of them are just, you know, like friends that I know. And it's their natural habit, tendency to go at it alone. And that's exactly what you're saying is is what happens. And I'm like, okay, it's going to, look, that's fine. I'm like, look, I would tell them, this is your life. It's yep. your journey. You get to choose. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to help you look at things realistically, you know, if what are your options? Plan A, this will be could be your outcome. Plan option B, this could be your outcome. And um there's so much I think fear, embarrassment, there's shame. shame. For sure. Sometimes there's pride in not wanting to ask for help. Um, or not even help, but just like help process with somebody. I tell people, I'm like, I'm not trying to be your only person. Are you kidding? Right. No, 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 no. Do you let's find safe community, friends, I have resources that I give them, you know, I'm like, look, no, 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 it is, we don't have to to go at it alone. And it actually does not help us when we do that. It does genuinely take longer. And what's a trip is then they're like, 
oh, this is taking forever. I'm like, honey, you're choosing this babe. I, and I'm like, I, it's, it's, you know. Well, and he goes along with the taking forever is if we had a way of thinking or a, a pattern, a behavior, anything that we had for 23 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, that doesn't just go away all of a sudden. Exactly. It takes many things. Exactly. And so when, you know, I love when you said you always give resources to people. It's amazing to me how many, okay, it's amazing mm-hmm. that people have built entire huge empires on their phone. It's true. Okay. Because of social media. Yep. Which is great. Mm-hmm. But you won't utilize your phone to pull stuff up, to listen to great podcasts, to listen to good information, uh, to find a support group for whatever. It, look, your life is too precious. Mm-hmm. It is too precious to just yes. do it alone. Yes. And I, I know that when I love when you listed the reasons why there's so many reasons why mm-hmm. people don't, you know, choose to get help and pay for someone to help them, mm-hmm. um, on their journey. Um, but that goes back to the thing of a lot of people just don't believe they even have limited thinking. They have About, limited thinking say it. in thinking that a, that maybe they have limited thinking first. Yeah. Like sometimes just straight up, even yeah. unaware, unaware, or in denial. And it's that being self-reflective, man, it takes some courage. It really does. It really, really does. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, oh my gosh, there's so many things I could talk about. But, yes. Um, no, that's good. You're touching on some really good things. And going back to when you said earlier, God can use anything yeah. to speak to us. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose of using different resources. So people see you, yes. they get great input from you. But so many different things are available. Uh, mm-hmm. Why, why, why starve yourself of the I know. growth? I know. If it's like like something that could feed you, right, right. You'd rather starve. That's that's what it can be like going I, alone. I agree. Going either going alone or not being aware. You know, if someone's if someone ever says, "Hey, have you ever thought about how you do this or how you say that?" and you just listen. Or maybe you even go as far as saying, oh, I didn't know. Or thanks for telling me. Mm-hmm. But you do nothing with that. Nothing. You're, you're totally unaware. Yeah. Totally unaware. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what my hope is that um, folks listening, that you understand that you can make a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're living our life with a limited mindset, most often that's been a learned helplessness. Mm, Yeah. And, um, it becomes our default mode network, like in our mind. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's what, um, that's actually, I had learned, heard from Mel Robbins that scientists call it learned helplessness. Um, and, um, it's really, really true. And it makes, it makes sense. And, um, I don't know. I, it, um, when I think about different people out there with how, um, whether it's how gifted somebody is, whatever they're talented in, what their skill set is, some, I mean, just even somebody's heart, their personality, what they have to offer and what they have to give. Like every person listening to this right now, you have a gift in some area. Yep. I don't know what it is, but you, Everybody has some sort of gift. Um, there are things in your heart. There are ideas that you have. There are, maybe you have resources for people. Um, I don't know what it is that's in you, but there are things that you have in you that you don't have to sit on. Yeah. You can actually choose to show up and be present and choose courage and give yourself permission to fall. Yes. And <laughs> fail. And failure actually isn't even a real thing. If you're choosing to learn from it and grow from it, it's actually not failure. So we don't have to adopt the mindset that failure is a bad thing at all. And we can approach things as if we were created by a limited, um, a a unlimited resource Mm -hmm. because it's true. (laughs) It really is. It's true, y'all. It's so, so true. And I'm saying this and I ain't, I don't have a million dollar business or, you know, I know. Mm-hmm. 
No. Maybe I will. Yeah. I, and when I'm saying maybe, I'm not saying it because I'm questioning myself or because I'm questioning God. I There could be bigger, different plans that God has for me that it, it doesn't involve me being the CEO to a million dollar corporation. Right. Right. And that's the only reason that I'm saying maybe. It's not because I doubt myself or because I'm doubting God. It's only because key. I don't know exactly i know what's on my heart i know mm-hmm. what i want to do mm-hmm. and but but that's the only reason that I, for clarity that i'm saying the word maybe yeah well that is because you're you're relying on god to order your steps honestly it, and that's yeah. that's a big there's a big difference that between someone being doubtful because of who i am and the, my capabilities yeah that's yeah yeah that's good that you yeah. said it like that yeah 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 um so I don't know what else is on your heart about this. I mean, I know there's a couple of different things that we could still like touch on or to encourage. I want to, I want the listeners to feel like encouraged and inspired. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the biggest thing that I would want to leave people with is for them to understand that a people are watching us. Mm-hmm. So many people are watching us. And even if it's not in action, they're also paying attention to what we say. Oh yeah. And if we're putting, if there's, if we're being honest with ourselves, yep. things like that. Um, one of the things that I would suggest to somebody, if maybe they're even thinking like, maybe, okay, maybe, maybe I have played a little small or mm-hmm. uh, gotten off track. Yeah. You know, Cause life happens. Yeah. Life happens to everybody. Absolutely. Okay? And there, so there's different seasons. Um, in our life that we can get things done or move forward. And I would just want to remind people, first of all, y'all definitely give yourself, be, be willing to look at yourself honestly mm-hmm. and not in a judgment way. Nope. In a loving way. Mm-hmm. And think about what are a couple of things I would love to change and not even big things like, yeah, I don't know. I want to lose 30 pounds in, in, in a month. Yeah. Okay. Right. Maybe if I thought I want to lose 30 pounds over the next two years or six months, but yeah, you know, first thing I want to do is I want to start maybe drinking so much pop. Maybe I'm just going to cut off some pop. Yeah. And my point is it's yeah. a small thing. It's yeah. small things that can change the way we think. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I regret when I, when I think back on how I didn't take time to learn someone's love language at that time. Hmm. Okay. Now I, for a long time, on different scenarios, different circumstances, different people, I just looked back and I thought, that's just how they were. Hmm. Well, there's part of it that that's just how they were, but there's also part of it. Like, how could I have showed up differently? Look, showing up differently is a mindset and it's, it depends on your thinking. It's true. So if you look at even people, Yes. With unlimited thinking. Look yes. at them through the eyes of love. Look yes. at them through the eyes of compassion. You know, limited thinking doesn't always have to be about, oh, I want to take over my supervisor's job. It can be it can that, be that. It can be any part of life. And that's what I want to say. Yes. It can be adapted to anything. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so that's what I would want to say is that, you know, a, it can be applied to anything. And it's never too late to start it, to start changing our thinking. Yes. Yes. And just like I don't wait to take a shower, you know, once a week or Mm -hmm. once a month, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be constantly putting things into my ears and my heart that apply to where I want to grow in, whether it's my thinking, my actions, my behavior. Yes. They're all kind of connected. Yes. (laughs) It's like a triangle. I can't take apart a triangle without affecting another side. Okay. And I think what we put into our ears and our hearts, of course, that all affects it. So anyhow, that's what I would want to just encourage people. Um, And you guys, there's so many... um, you know, I hope if this is your first time listening to Angie, I hope you go through and just start listening to other episodes. She's got so many different topics um, or even just message her, just message her and say, like, yeah, hey, I'm kind of thinking about this, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. First of all, she's going to welcome your comments um, and she'll be happy to send you a link to something herself. Uh, of Absolutely. course, she's she's um, always 
just available to meet with you, whether it's doing something online or if you want to mm -hmm. meet with a personal, personally, if you're in the area, um, but don't be embarrassed to just start with reaching out. Yeah. That's, that's huge. And that really shows that you value yourself. And I'm going to go always go back to now that I know the difference. I'm doing air quotes. Mm. Um, what I apply to me, whatever I invest in me, makes a difference in my whole family line for generations of people that I'll never meet. Yep, it's true. And so that's how I uh, uh, put my energy and thoughts into everything now, now that I know better. It's so good. So it's so, so good. Yep. I, I can't agree anymore. Um, having regularity in what we're putting in our ears and in our heart. Yeah. Um, it was, I don't know how many years this has been in the making that I, it took me to start understanding this. I didn't just watch one Mel Robbins video and I'm like, oh, yep, makes sense. Now I'm, I've mastered that. <laughs> yep. No, no, I actually had to take steps to apply it. I had to get together with my um, wholeness coach and sure. look at things and unpack what's going on and look at past pain and look at past pain and trauma. Mm -hmm. That Brene Brown special on Netflix, I don't even know how many times I've listened to it. Oh, same I mean, here. genuinely, I, I really I know really I haven't don't listened know. to it as many times as you have, but I know between it being on my phone and pulling up the the YouTube of it or watching it on Netflix. Yeah. I easily say two dozen times. <laughs> easily. Yeah. Yes. And you know what though? Like I think and that's that, just one. That's just one. That's of the just that people. one of the thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, th just to say it's, it takes time and consistency to rewire our thinking is yeah. the thing. It really does. And so, I mean, I, listen and watch things that are fun and sure. just like I'm not necessarily learning from it but f learning is fun to me now and so because of that when I have her on like it's fun yeah I'll be doing like these exercises in the living room and I just I have her playing yeah. and I'm you know counting my what I'm doing but I'm it's still just it's going in it's going in and it's really um all this activity has really affected my my internal belief system and um it's just a part of my subconscious now it really really is oh my gosh i have a story i'm not going to add to this but we got to make a note <laughs> got to make a note cuz it i don't know well you can't you say, okay. how are you going to say that and then not say the story okay so i'm going to tell a story i'm going to make it i'm going to make it really short okay so years ago i was uh i was ice skating Mm -hmm. I, I fell down. I got a concussion. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't get up. Couldn't yeah. do anything. I was. Yep. Okay. But this is the power of what's in your mind. This is the power of what's in your mind. Okay. So, um, you know, I love to listen to all kinds of music with the time. Uh, not only what I listened to, like I listened to a lot of Christian music, tons of Christian music. Um, but I also love whenever I can, like just memorizing different parts of scripture. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, I get this concussion. So in case any of you are ever around someone who's unconscious, your ears do not stop working. Mm. I could hear everything around me. Mm. I could hear, uh, my youngest Elijah was like saying like, mom, mom, you know, and I could hear people around me saying, well, no, First, it was people around me saying, you know, who is she with? And uh, my kids were on the other side of the ice cream because they know how to skate, you know. So they're just out there having a good time. My husband's closer to them. I'm in a total opposite area. I was just a few feet away from the door. I was going to get out because we were going to wrap up our night. So I was going to exit the, the rink. So I'm, I can hear people saying, who is she with? And things like that. And um, then all of a sudden, uh, I hear this voice in my head. And it was the voice of the accuser. Hmm. And have you heard the story? It's been a while, but okay. yeah. So yeah. I heard the voice of the accuser. Mm -hmm. And the accuser said to me, like, stay down. Stay down. I mean, I couldn't get up anyway, but the accuser yeah. said, stay down. I've been trying to get you down. Hmm. You're going to stay down. Hmm. Now, in the meantime, I can still hear people saying, 
uh, somebody called 911, mm. uh, and then all of a sudden my husband comes to me. And he, my husband's telling people, move, don't touch her, don't touch her. And I can hear him. And he kicked into this mode of like, everybody leave her alone. And he's like saying, honey, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. And he's like saying, honey, you're going to be okay. Mm. You're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And then I hear the accuser say again, uh, don't open your eyes. Don't open your eyes. Don't move. Mm. And I hear my husband say, honey, I know you can hear me. And just, just saying it like makes me, it takes me back to that place. It's good. It takes me back to that place. And he says, I know you can hear me. And then he like gets louder and he says, Ruth, I know you can hear me. Hmm. And for those of you who know my husband, mm -mm. this is not his personality. No. no. I then hear my son say, Dad, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go call the the rink people. I'm gonna tell them to call an ambulance. So he goes to the he get goes and he does that. And so while we're talking, now we're talking, the enemy's still talking to me. And then I hear in my mind, mm -hmm. the verse that says, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from which cometh my strength. My strength cometh from the Lord, the Lord that made heaven and earth. And then, just as soon as I get done hearing that, because that's something that I already implanted in my mind, uh -huh. in my heart, through the music I listen to, the books that I read, okay? Mm -hmm. Then my husband says, open your eyes, honey. Honey, I need you to open your eyes. So, mm. I remember at that time, the enemy was saying, getting louder, saying, you're going to keep your eyes closed. Mm. You're going to keep your body still. You're not going to get up. I've been trying to get you up for, for so long. Mm. I've been trying to get you down, sorry, for so long. So my husband's saying, honey, I need you to move your hand. Okay, don't, okay, just move your hand. Just move your hand. So I remember trying to move my hand. The enemy again is telling me everything I have to do. Mm. Then I hear the song. It's an old song from Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. And there's a line in that song that says, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills, from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the Lord who made heaven and earth. It was the same line that I had just heard in my head mm -hmm. or two minutes before. Mm -hmm. I start fluttering my eyes. And Sansa's saying, you're doing good, honey. You're doing good. Honey, you're doing so good. Just open your eyes. You don't have to move. Just open your eyes. Just open your eyes, honey. Mm. And I did. I say all that to say, look, if you think that limited thinking does not come from a source, it does. Yeah. You can, whether you believe in God or anything else, I just want you to know. Mm -hmm. Limited thinking does come from a source, and a source can get you help you get out of it. A loving yes. source, not yes. a shameful source, no, not anything else. A gentle source. So, that's my story. <laughs> I didn't plan on sharing it. So I forgot good. about. I forgot about the story. So so good. So so good. And I mean, and the I, what to what you're saying. In that time, in that moment, you had truth. Yeah. And lies coming at you both. And um, I'm just, the part that stuck out is, I know you can hear me. Open your eyes. Yes. I know you can hear me. Open your eyes. And I'm going to say that right now to you listeners. I know you can hear what we're saying. And I'm sorry if nobody taught you that you are valuable and that you can have courage, you can show up, and you can make choices. I'm so, so, so sorry. But listen, you get to choose now. You don't have to stay stuck in that. Yeah. It's a choice. 
You were created for a purpose, on purpose. You get to choose now. I know you can hear me. I know you can. Open your eyes. Open your heart. Choose courage. Choose vulnerability. Let yourself take risks. You're worth it. You are strong and you can do hard things.